Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio, where we've got a good show lined up for you. We've got Frank Selby on the line. We've got Captain Phil Thompson. And uh, let me just get this going. Frank, take it away, buddy. Uh, Okay, I sure will. Captain Phil, how's it going today? Very good. It's a little hot down here in Florida, but um, other than that, not too bad. Fish are biting. Well, I had the same problem on Monday. I got a bunch of barracuda and, uh, oh, God, a bonita and one yellowtail, and it was tough. But uh, why, well, why don't you right off the bat give us your web page where they can get in touch if they want to come down and fish with you in Florida? Well, actually, most of most of my trips I'm running now are out of Cuba, but it's all the same thing. I've got two web pages. One is um, CaptainPhilThompson.com, which has kind of become the center of our new uh, Zapata Environmental Project, a uh, youth project we're doing in Cuba. And then the other one is Fish Cuba Now, which really details our fishing and diving trips uh, pretty much all over Cuba. Yeah, that's the one uh, John and me are wanting to go on over with you. Well, come on down. You know, John and I were talking about it yesterday. I think we'll be able to put a trip together sometime uh, this fall or winter. Yeah, the why my wife wants to go with us. <laughs> she That's wants to fine. go all. Uh, <laughs> why I'm fishing? She wants to be going around seeing all the great sights, and uh, she's been ribbing me for the last five years to get down there. So I said, if I go, I'd bring her along. Well, most of our trips include two or three days in Havana, uh, and Vignali is some of the best sightseeing in Cuba, as well as um, um, fishing trips down in Zapata, which is only about two hours out of Havana. And there we have Rio Hatiwanico, great tarpon fishing, uh, also Cabrera Snapper, uh, Las Salinas, which is the bonefish capital of Cuba. Hey, Captain and Phil, hold that thought if you would. we got to take a quick sure. break, and it'll be about, uh, I guess, about three minutes, then we're coming right back. So hang on. This is Fish Talk Hunt Radio. Years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Yeah, I can catch them shallow, I can catch them deep. Muddy water or the back of the creek. Wind and rain to me, it's all the same. I make a living playing this game. And I thank the Lord above every time I can. I get to be a fisherman. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, John Hennigan's running a little bit late today, but we've got Frank Selby and Phil Thompson on the line, so uh, we're, we're fixed. Go ahead, guys. Take it away. Hey, Phil, let's talk about the uh, Marlin Tournament. Uh, what do you say? That sounds like a good idea, and how'd you do? Well, we got third place. We uh, It was a fairly slow bite. Um We've we've won the tournament twice in the past. I'll fish with all local Cubans. But uh, the last day, we got two blue marlin and released two blues and jumped into third place. So at least we got, we got a trophy. Uh, <laughs> the fishing off Cuba is excellent. Uh, one of the great things about it is you very seldom get more than a half mile or a mile offshore. Um, the hottest fishing is really right off Madana Harbor where you can sit and watch the Havana skyline and the Morro Castle and and fish in the area that, that Hemingway made famous. Yeah. How many years have you did the Hemingway uh, tournament now? I fished the first one in 1993. Um, so, and this was the 68th tournament. It's one of the oldest Marlin tournaments in the world. Um, we took a little break uh, during the Bush years because it was pretty hard to get over there, but now it's pretty well open. We've got Plenty of American boats coming over and participating. We've got another one coming up, the Hemingway Tournament in September, uh, which will be not quite as many fish, but the fish are bigger then. That's when the, the big females come in to spawn. So, yeah. and they come once again. They come right into shore. I mean, you're a lot of times you you're you can throw a rock and hit shore whenever you're fighting fish. Yeah. Do you ever meet a son? 
Yeah, actually not his son, but I fished with both of his grandsons. In fact, uh, last year, John Hemingway was on the boat, and uh, we caught about a 350-pound blue, and he looked at me and he said, you know, I've never been on a boat that actually boated a marlin. He said, all the fishing I've done, this is the first boat I've been on where we boated a marlin. I said, well, don't get too freaked out, but this spot you're sitting in is called the Hemingway Mile, which (laughs) is named after, of course, his grandfather. Yeah. Well, I I used to work with his son at a couple of the shows. I I actually held the bill of that really heavy. I forget how many, almost a ton. I think it was is uh, mm-hmm. bill at the show. Down in was Cuba, something. down in Cuba, these are down in Cuba. The Hemingway name is still um, is still a very honored thing. I mean, they treat the grandsons like they. Uh, like they're celebrities. And, uh, in fact, Patrick turned to me one time and said, I don't know why they're treating me like this. I didn't do anything. Patrick, sometimes you just have to show up. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So uh, you're, uh, we're getting ready to do some really good stuff down there, uh, helping with the research on some of the, uh, reefs it all over. You want to talk a yeah, little bit about that? Yeah, our project is called the Zapata Environmental Project, and the um, Zapata Swamp is a very pristine area, about twice the size of the Everglades, Florida Everglades. And um, we have a guide down there, Felipe Alonso uh, Rodriguez, who has been teaching kids uh, for the past 15 years how to fly cast and tie flies. But he also, uh, he's got boys and girls, many of them from broken homes, that um, he works with in uh, Playa Larga and Highway Grande. And he also gives them a very strong environmental lesson, kind of aimed at a trickle-up effect. So they go home and tell their uh, parents and uncles and cousins and friends, hey, don't poach in the park because that bonefish that you catch and, and sell for a dollar uh, crazy American will come down and spend a thousand dollars to catch and release it. Kind of like the the best use of the resource. Yeah. And we're very fortunate. We've got um, Chris Kerwin and Jay Sheldon from University of Georgia, both are marine biologists and both specialize in um, environmental education. And they volunteered their time. They're coming down this summer to set up a lab so that the, and teach the um, young people how to monitor water quality, do fish count, and um, bird count, kind of set the bar of what the swamp's environment is right now, which I can tell you it's pristine. And then that way they can detect any changes uh, that will occur if any pollution um, starts seeping in um, from, from the expansion of tourists mainly. But our goal is also to train these kids to participate as eco-tour guides, not just fishing guides, but eco-tour guides, and also to learn English and to, uh, so they'll be able to work in the, in the private hotels and the private restaurants uh, right in their home area. Hey, Phil. And, uh, Phil, John Hennigan. Hey, John, how are you? Good, good. Sorry about that. You're right in the perfect part I was learning. (laughs) I know. uh, uh, Anyway, I didn't want to cut you guys short, but we want to save a couple minutes to talk about uh, visiting Cuba. So go ahead and finish up on that, Phil, and let's jump into the other. 
Well, like I said, right now we're um, go to my website, CaptainPhilThompson.com. You'll find some phenomenal hand-carved art that's produced by Don Yogi, who owns a shop called uh, Los Mahones, and it's the only fly shop in Cuba. It's right outside of the boundary of the Zapata Swamp, and his hand-carved um, uh, sailfish, bonefish, permit, snook, tarpon are just wor- totally beautiful works of art, and the proceeds from the sale of those go to um, our environmental project. So I invite all of your customers to take a look at um, the website, and if there's anything interesting, we'll be glad to um, uh, get it to them. They can both help the, the school and have some beautiful art in the process. Fantastic. Uh, Phil, we were talking yesterday about putting a trip together to Cuba, probably January, February. And mm-hmm. um, what we're looking at, you and I talked about, was uh, uh, six days, seven nights, three days fishing. Uh, can mm-hmm. you explain that just a little bit on what you're recommending? Yeah, what, what we try to do in our trips, rather than just, uh, I mean, you can you can book a six-day all, all-inclusive fishing trip, but what we do in our trips is we also add in a couple days in Havana, which is very, very, very worthwhile. It takes, it takes a day and a half, two days to really see Havana. And then a day in Vinales, which is um, the beautiful valley that's just outside of Havana where the um, the um, giant moguls, for lack of a better word, limestone moguls rise up out of the valley. And it was the home of some um, the, the Chiano Indians. And so there's some of their work, artwork is still on the, on the walls, cave walls. And then... Three days of either offshore fishing or flats in river and bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking yesterday that we've opened up the Zapata area. We have all three. We have Rio Hachiwanico with great tarpon mm-hmm. and snook fishing, Las Salinas, the bonefish capital of Cuba, and now Treasure Lagoon, which has got some monster largemouth bass that were stocked there by the Americans back in so, uh, the well, 40s. What we're talking about then would be probably two days uh, blue water fishing, one day flash fishing, and then uh, mm-hmm. another you know, three days in Havana and exploring Cuba. Yeah. And we're Pretty looking, we're looking at, uh, um, you know, trying to get the price as reasonable as possible. Um, I think we're looking around probably somewhere around thirty five hundred, uh, maybe yeah. four thousand, but right, at, you know, right, hopefully around thirty five hundred. And we, yeah, we, and, we only have and one uh, thing. Go ahead. One thing to point out too, John, is that everything that we do, um, all of our accommodations, all of the meals, everything we do. Is done in the private sector of Cuba, mm-hmm. not through the government-run hotels. So right. the, the people get really to, benefit right. from from our being there. Well, you get to interact with real people. Um, oh, so absolutely. But, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut it short real quick. But we're looking. Sure. We've we've only got. Uh, looks like Phil says the ideal is eight, and we've already got two. So we need six Good. people, and depending on who wants to go, we can set the date. So get in touch with us uh, if it sounds like something you want to do. I know that uh, we can probably count on Frank, right? Yeah, you count on two from us. Okay. All right. Well, it's getting smaller then. So get in touch with us, and we'll see what date works out the best, and we'll go ahead and book it. Thank you very much, Phil. We appreciate that, and uh, we'll be talking to you again real soon. You're listening. Okay, John. Listening to Fish on Talk Radio. Go to fishontalkradio.com and listen to the show.
Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we are, have on the line with, of course, we got Frank Selby, our co-host, or sometimes host. He was a host for a little while this morning when I got uh, sidetracked, but uh, we have on the line with us now um, Brad Jelinek. Is that correct, Brad? Yes, sir. Okay. And yes, sir. <laughs> and <laughs> you are, well, why don't you explain to us? You're, um, I think you're originally from Kansas and you're in Missouri or is it Missouri? So Missouri. I grew up, 
My, my dad has lived in uh, Warsaw, Missouri, which is home of Truman Lake, and he's lived here for 23 years now. And I lived with my mom in Kansas City, Missouri, and then I decided to move with my dad in high school and finished playing baseball down there and went to college playing baseball. And then after college baseball, I decided to start guiding with him on the lake. And we uh, we got my dad and I, both the guides and my uncle, are all three guides on Truman Lake, and which is Warsaw, Missouri. Well, where are you right now? Right now, I am on Lake of the Ozarks okay. fishing. Fantastic. We love it when there's people out there catching fish and talking to us. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And uh, what, what are you after today? You've got, well, you've, you've got to have uh, bass in that part of the world. And, and, uh, yep. Uh, what about, is there any trout down there? Because normally, you know, that's a cold water fish. Yeah, trout fishing is a little bit farther south. At least the the good trout fishing in Tanicomo. That's that's where I've been. We also have it in Bennett Springs, but I haven't been the Bennett. I haven't trout fished in Bennett Springs in a long time. But uh, Table Rock Lake feeds Tanicomo, and Tanicomo is just a little river system that's just covered in trout. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, you've been out on the lake for how long today? Three hours a day. Got a little late start today, but. We're we're catching some here and there. What are you catching? We're catching bass. I got a, a professional uh, tournament coming up at the end of the month, and I'm out here exploring uh-huh. getting what I can find. Getting your spot set up, huh? Yep, yep, fishing some new water. Mm-hmm. And what else you got in that lake? Uh, this lake is, this is Lake of the Ozarks, like I said, and this lake actually is chuck full of crappie as well. Crappie mm-hmm. and bass are probably the two main things that people go after down here. Mm-hmm. Well, crappie can be a lot of fun. They 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 fight hard and they taste good. You know they're not oh, they're not huge game fish, but they got a nice firm meat and and uh, they you know for their size they fight real hard. Oh, Do yeah. you have the white uh, the white crappie or the black crappie there? We got, I forgot. We it's been years since I fished it. Yeah, we got both of them down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, what about red ear and some of the other panfish? Is it just crappie? Uh, what. This time of year, the white bass and hybrids, and a hybrid is a cross between a white bass and a striper. Uh-huh. And wipers. Those start, yep, yep, wipers. A lot of people call them wipers, too. And they, uh, they're starting to go pretty good in the evenings, and if you get in a school of those, you better hold the pole, because those things fight like no other. They just start ripping drag, and it's just, it's a blast. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead, Frank. Oh, I had one question. What's the best time to fish the wipers right now or just another month? Uh, for me, I like fishing for them in the evenings. And here, about to start right now and here in a little bit is when it gets going real good. And honestly, the, the weather all dictates the best bite because if we get a bunch of rain on Truman, we start running water. So, because we can, we're a flood control lake, and we feed Lake of the Ozarks. So, when we get a bunch of rain, we open the the dam gates, and when that water starts running, the bait starts moving real well, and then the white the white bass and uh, hybrids they start moving real well, mm-hmm. and that's that's when the best time is. Well, you've probably got one of those uh, high powered bass boats in. Is that what you're using? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think that's what most people, most bass fishermen do. They just want to get out and, and put the throttle down on those things. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I first started fishing out of little John boats. Anything I could get my hands on, I had, I had probably three or four people I could funnel through and call whoever let me use their boat. I'd use it. And then growing up, I had a car because I'd always drive everywhere, and I'd have three or four people I'd call to borrow a truck. So I'd always be mismatching borrowing a truck from somebody and borrowing a John boat from the other person just to go out and fish. Yeah. Whoever hands on. I got a question. Now they yeah. cleaned up the Call River. Sorry, you guys call it the Kansas River now. But uh, in my day, it was the Call River. The Call they River? They cleaned that up, the, the, the uh, flatheads really coming back and the uh, uh, river. Uh, uh, God, my mind went blank. blank. There's four catfish in the. A Missouri, a Kansas River there by where yeah, the Missouri uh, and the Kansas River meets now, right there. Uh, by there's Kansas a bunch City, of Missouri. flatheads, blue cats, channel cats. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know if there is another catfish breed. Yeah, there is. Um, I can't think of it either uh, right now. Well, it's been fifty, sixty years since I fished the Call River. I used to sneak out of the orphanage and run down two blocks and fish the Call. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> some monsters down there. Yeah. Uh, did you give us our, your webpage or anything? No, no. My uh, my website is therealfishingguide.com and it'd be real as in fishing real, so it'd be the R-E-E-L real fishing guide.com that's a neat name yeah i can't take too much credit for that one my, my mother helped me out there uh, yeah and it's r double r double e l yes okay yes. okay and then you can check me out there and if anybody's got instagram they can uh check me out on instagram on the real fishing guide as well and i also have a facebook page which is the real fishing guide as well too so it's all the same name, and anybody w- wants to check it out there too can check it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe John and me will get back there one of these days and fish up some crappie, and then mix up some cornmeal flour, salt, there you and go. pepper, and have lunch oh, on man. the beach. You know that—that's the kind of food that I like. You know the. Uh, <laughs> That is, got that's a, biscuits and gravy and uh, uh, catfish and and uh, uh, crappie. Oh man, that's that's the way to do it. This time of year is the time of the year to get down here you guys want to go crappie fishing they start moving their summer pattern and easily catch limits easily before it get out in that heat okay it's a blast and uh, you, go ahead i got one quick question do you have a size limit there now like Nine a lot inches. of the kansas lakes are starting to put a 15 inch size limit on crappie now yeah we have our crappie are nine inches here and 15 per person so yeah that, that would be our limit well, yeah. that's a lot of crappie. That's a bucket full. Hey, oh, yeah. I can yeah. remember. I I can remember cleaning a thousand crappies after a day of fishing with four of us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they weren't a lot big, but they were a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. They, didn't, that, they add up. That's for sure. 
Now, yeah. if someone wants to experience uh, fishing with you, or fishing the Lake of the Ozarks, and they don't live, uh, you know, close to you, how do they get there? Uh, how do they get to? Well, I'm fishing Lake of the Ozarks right now, bass fishing, but technically, I can't uh, take guide trips on Lake of the Ozarks. I take them on Truman Lake. Mm-hmm. And but, I guess it's. You know, what, if, what if I wanted to go back there? How would I get there besides uh, riding my bicycle or driving a car? <laughs> well, the. Why the Kansas airport, City? Okay. Yeah, the closest airport would be Springfield or Kansas City. And then you might have to have somebody put your bike there and. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> he got you there, John. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you yeah. got to worry about us misery boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. what, you just you fly, probably the best thing to do is fly in, rent a car, and experience the area and go fishing with you then. Is that about definitely, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. There's a lot of great sites to see around Kansas City and Lake of the Ozarks all along down through there. Well, oh, how, yeah. how big is Lake of the Ozarks? I picture it being pretty good size. It, gosh, I, it's pretty big, but Truman Lake is the biggest one, and that's uh, it's over 60,000 acres of... Whoa. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's huge. I mean, the, it, it, Yeah, it, was, it is really big. We, uh, where they built the dam, that's part of my family. Hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The Selby's back there are pretty well known. There's plaques back there and all kinds of stuff for different ones. Hmm. That's pretty cool. And how how deep is it? Uh, the deepest part of Truman Lake would be by the dam area, and that can be anywhere from 70 to 80 feet deep. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, you're, well, of course, you're mostly fishing in uh, 30 feet or less then. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, in the summertime, there's a thermocline, and that's normally from anywhere from 10 to 15 feet deep. And the crappie and largemouth and whites and hybrids generally don't get in any deeper water than that. They do, but normally they don't. If you're in 80 foot of water or 60 foot of water, they'll suspend, no, no. but you'll see them all in 10 to 15 foot of water no. still. They still spoon milk cat in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll get deeper. All right. And well, the, wa- the walleye will get deeper as well. But. Guys, we're going we're gonna to have to go. Get that website one more time if if you wouldn't mind, uh, Brad. Yes, sir. It's called therealfishingguide.com. Okay. Real as in fishing real. So right. R- and, you're, and, you're lo- and you're located out of where? Warsaw, Missouri. Perfect. All right, Brad, it's been a real pleasure, and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you, Brad. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Frank, we got more places to go. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have with us, of course, Frank Selby. Uh, and Frank, again, thanks for covering for me at the beginning of the show. That was a little bit no al- almost a disaster. But you took in there, and right now we have Jim Pinto. Um, he is uh, passionate fishing, but he's, uh, I guess he worked in a similar business that Frank used to be uh, in when back in the day when they had real jobs. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Frank, why don't you introduce Jim? Oh, hey, Jim. I've known Jim for quite a few years, and in my opinion, he is one of the fastest learning fly fishing persons I have ever met. Hmm. And the neat thing about Jim 
is you say, I want to go fishing tomorrow. He clears his schedule unless it's his wife's schedule. Then <laughs> nobody gets to go. <laughs> so, Jim, you just got back from Missouri and Kansas, and you did a lot of sightseeing and trout fishing. And we just had somebody on from Missouri that was fishing the Ozarks today for largemouth bass, but you were fishing. Where were you fishing for the trout there? Well, we we, uh, we fished two areas, and, and I have to say, with the first time I was to the Ozarks, it was just a, a uh, great experience. The people were wonderful. The weather was great. And my buddy lives uh, not far from the James River, and uh, we, were, we were in a canoe and did a little fishing there, caught some, uh, some bass, and that was exciting because uh, uh, the fishing just started to get hot up there at the time. And uh, we had a great opportunity there. But the best time we had was going up to Dogwood Canyon. And Dogwood Canyon was started by uh, Johnny Morris. Uh, it's been up there for, you know, obviously many, many years. But uh, he redid all of the Dogwood Park area and uh, made it an area for not only educational purposes, training, but open to everybody. And uh, you get an opportunity. Uh, we didn't bring our fly rods because we were just going there for dinner. Uh, and uh, so we said, hey, we've we got to come back here. So we came back uh, the next day, and they rented us a fly rod. And it's amazing to see the amount of... Uh, golden rainbow trout in dogwood and with you rent by the hour and the water is just beautiful it's clear it's a very clean park we caught about three trout uh each uh in less than an hour and i have to tell you they were between two and three pounders mm -hmm. uh and the nice thing about it is uh, that if you don't have your rig you could rent a rig there and it's catch and release or if you do want to keep it, you know, I'm married to a Filipina, you know, sometimes she wants to keep the fish. Uh, they charge you another $5 or so for the fish, which I thought was great. Yeah. But I had a wonderful it, experience. One question, was the dogwoods in bloom or were they not? They were, everything was, it was in bloom. Everything was oh, just, that's... It, was, it was beautiful. The weather was about 85 degrees. Uh, it had rained the, the week before, so everything was really green. And uh, it actually was a little more humidity than I cared for, but it was, uh, it was a great experience. You know, back there, you just take off your shirt and lean it in the corner. It dries like you put 50 pounds of starch on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I did oh. get an opportunity to go to the flagship Bass Pro Shop, which is an interesting place. Uh, it take you about three days to go through there, and they have a new, a, a new. It just reopened again. Uh, it, it's a museum. It's a aquarium. It, it's just a great place. But as I was going through there, I saw one of Harry's relatives, a plaque that they had for Harry's relative, uh, Harry Selby. That, yeah, that yeah. would that would be Frank's uncle, correct, Frank? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uncle or cousin, one of the two. <laughs> and and, and uh, Jim, what is he famous for? Why is his plaque up there? Uh, he had some great words of wisdom. Uh, I, you know, at my station in life, you don't remember a lot of stuff. I, I wanted to take a picture of it, 
but I didn't have my phone. Uh, my wife had had my phone, and she was over in the ladies' department trying to buy something. So I didn't get a chance to, to take wait, the Wait picture. a minute. Bass Pro has a ladies' department? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have. Uh, you know Bass Pro there is over a mile long? Whoa. It's the second largest retail store in America besides Macy's New York. Wow. Boy, that's a you know, sportsman Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah, they have everything in there, even shows. It, it, it's, it, it, you have to see the aquarium is the size of the, the uh, Long Beach Aquarium. Whoa. Yes. But it's all uh, freshwater fish? No, they have uh, freshwater, they have saltwater fish in there. Wow. They had sharks in there. It was a wonderful experience, a great place to take kids. Also, they have all kinds of programs to promote fishing for young people. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it if you're out in uh, in Missouri. Hmm. Okay. So that's so, that's that's their flagship uh, Bass Pro shop, then, isn't it? Yeah. Now, didn't uh, Frank? Didn't Bass Pro just take over somebody else? Yeah, uh, Bass Pro and uh, oh God, my mind went blank. Cabela's. Uh, Cabela's. Cabela's. Yeah. 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 And one other thing. The uh, Bass Pro back there, you, I, honestly, it would take you, if you went into every store in that mile, it would probably take you three days. At least. At least. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jimmy, you going to be my deckhead next week? I hope so. Okay. Well, you know, Frank, Frank, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really learning more and more every time I go out. But I got to tell you, Frank has a, a very unusual way of teaching. I mean, he, he gives you the show and tell. But if you miss a fish, you're, you're allowed one fish to be missed. The second and third time you miss a fish, you go overboard. So it's kind of a, <laughs> that's an incentive. That's learning yeah. curve. Yeah. It's a fast way they learn. Yeah. <laughs> you did really good this last trip out. Was it? It was a good trip. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, you got a Benita, you got some Barracuda, got a couple Max. We hooked up with one fish. We don't even know what it was. Oh, would he come over to fish in Southern California with you, Frank? Yeah, he. Uh, we were fishing Long Beach, uh, outside of Long Beach there mm-hmm. in California, and we we try to sneak out at least a few times for a month if we get away, and we're both allowed to go. We're going out again on Sunday, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of fun, and you know, you get a Sicilian and an Italian together. It's a pain in the backside, <laughs> but we have a lot of fun, yeah. and the, the boat's in 10 miles to hear everything we're screaming about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey yeah, Jim, Jim, it, before... It's, it's funny because, uh, you know, I, I had shoulder surgery a while back, and coming back from it, actually, uh, you know, good therapy is fly fishing. Oh. You know, right after I had my shoulder surgery, I had a speech impediment. I couldn't talk Italian with my hands for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but but Frank got me straightened out with the fly rod. <laughs> okay. But, uh, well, before we get too far into it, how do you say get out of here? Forget about forget. it. <laughs> yeah, forget. Yeah. about it. I, what did I tell you? Do yeah. you mean? 
I am going to forget about something else really good. You know what I'm talking about, boy. <laughs> but, Jimmy, it's always a lot of fun to fish with you because we get so excited. We become like little children when we get out on the boat. We have a blast. And people sometimes, when a couple Italians get together, everybody thinks you hate each other, but that's just the way we are. We're loud and obnoxious sometimes, but we don't ever do anything bad to each other. We just scream at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been really enjoyable, and you know, I highly recommend you know anybody learning how to fly fish is to get on and listen to your radio program and uh you know learn a lot from the program and uh, you know and people like frank well give us uh, uh something that frank has either told you or taught you that sticks in your mind as far well, as fishing you know it, it's 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 not how hard you throw it's uh it's the fluidness of your throw mm-hmm. and uh in, in in concentrating on just being relaxed and not to be tense and just let it fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most people try to overpower, and I try to instill that right away. The less power you put, that's why women fly fishermen are so much better than men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Isn't they, that right, you, Joan Wolf? <laughs> well, well actually, and, actually, my ex-wife was an excellent fly fishing person, you know, and Frank, and Frank's right. Uh, she could she could cast a fly rod a lot better than I could. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another advantage they have is they have a tendency to listen. <laughs> they have a tendency to listen to their instructor. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the second hardest guy I'm ever going to have to teach you, you've been talking to him for the last six or seven minutes. All right. Well, it looks like we're uh, just about out of time. And uh, uh, thank you, Jim. We appreciate that. And uh, you you forget about it, right? Or (laughs) one more time. Forget Forget about about it. it. I'll see you Sunday. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks, Jim. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You deserve it. Thank you very much. Bye. Say, Jim, hang on. ago a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable non-skid and wouldn't mark the decks today these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers boaters professional guides and charter captains go to softscience.com to see more soft science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support several styles come in all sizes enjoy the soft science shoe in the water and out check them out at softscience.com Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course, this is Frank Selby. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Fantastic. We want to talk about Cuba right now, don't we, John? Let's get back to where we started the program. Now, Phil Thompson, I've been, you know, known him. Actually, I've never met the guy, but I've talked to him probably 50 times and had him on the radio frequently because I'm, you know, I think Cuba is uh, something that there's so many people that go, oh, yeah, I want to go, I want to go. Um, and it, it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. Technically, there's still some restrictions, but uh, realistically, it, it's not a problem. And, you know, Phil can explain that. He's an expert on it, and he's going to want to be setting up the trip for us. But the plan would be to probably go in uh, January, February, uh, because we have a, a, well, we got Alaska in July, and then we're looking, let's not forget about our Baja trip at yep. the end of September. And that's that's going to be a fun one. I'm really looking forward to that. It's at the East Cape, a little town of Los Bariles, which is um, on the Bay of the Palms, which is five miles of flat, sandy beach. And there's a five-star resort called the Palmas de Cortez that's right on the beach. Uh, you can, uh, the, from the breakfast, you can look out and, and uh, see everybody getting on the boats. And sometimes during the day, the boats will only be a few hundred yards offshore catching fish. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's warm water, sandy beach, um, and it's just, uh, uh, if you haven't done it, you got to do it. And that's, that's, you know what the price is on that, Frank? 3800 I thought. That's Cuba. Uh, oh, yeah. It's $850. Yeah. And, and that's uh, two days fishing. Uh, I think it's, uh, what is it? Four days, five nights. Yeah, four days, yeah. five nights. So you can, you know, you can go uh, go on the cruiser two days, and then you can go a third one if you want, or you can go ATVs on the beach, or you can go uh, uh, throw a, um, a lure, a fly into the into the surf. 
Yeah, but, that's a uh, lot of fun down there to fish the surf right yeah. off the beach. Oh, it's beautiful. So anyway, let's uh, let's get some people and sign up for that. Now, Cuba, it, you know, fr- or uh, Phil said that just limit it to eight people because yep. it's it's very it causes problems and you can only put four in a boat and that's two boats and you know taxi rides and that and stuff. So he wants to keep it to eight people, but we've already got three. Um, so that means that if somebody wants to go. Um, we, we haven't set the schedule yet, and we don't know exactly the price, but we're look, trying to keep it around 3500 38 and, Well, somewhere around there, 35 38 yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's better to be over a little bit yeah. than be uh, under a little bit. Yeah, say, so, oh, by the way, that's an extra 500 bucks. <laughs> no, we don't like doing that. So I, yeah. I would say probably around 38 would be, you know, it should probably where it's going to come in. And that will include uh, uh, two days um, blue water fishing, one day flats fishing, um, at least a day and a half, two days in Havana, and be able to explore the country. Um, and, Frank, I didn't realize how big Cuba was. It, it's a lot bigger than most people think, mm-hmm. and you could go right out of Havana less than a half mile and be catching marlin. Oh, yeah, out of Hemingway Harbor. Yeah, actually, we were talking about his son. He used to do the shows, and I got to help hold the bill of the biggest marlin that Hemingway caught. Really? Well, it had to be a grander, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it was, I, I swear, it was like something that all fishermen dream about, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. because it, there was a feeling that you could not believe. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up, but it's very important if anybody's interested in, in joining us, we'd love to have you, but we got to hear from you. And if there's someplace you want to go that we haven't mentioned, let us know. But uh, we haven't set the dates yet. We're going to de- you know, set that when everybody else decides where they want, when they want to go. So, yeah, make okay. sure you guys call us right away and uh, yeah, tell us uh, about the best time for you guys to go. That way we will be able to set it up. Okay, that sounds good. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com, and you should be able to get in touch with us, um, you know, from that site. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show again and again. Mm-hmm.